Hey there, this is Liana, and you are tuning in to Sharpen Her Iron, Conversations with Dope Women. Man, I'm just really excited to be here on today's show. Excited and a whole lot of other emotions at the same time. Today is what, April the... 11th mm-hmm. today is April the 11th 2019 and um, I mean by the time you hear this episode it'll be about a week later but I had to record today so much has been happening in my city um, Los Angeles and um, as many of you guys know if you're in tune with the news at all or what's going on around the world like we lost someone great we lost Nipsey Hussle and today was his funeral and um, I don't even know if you call that a funeral. That was much grander, grander is even a word, than a funeral. Um, his uh, celebration of life for sure. But, you know, today's episode, I'm really excited and honored to be um, doing with an amazing woman, Michelle Collins. As you guys know, my um, podcast is dedicated and it's all about conversations with dope women and about sharing a space to talk about our journeys, our highs, our lows, our expertise, some of the um, just nuggets in life that we have gained. And I'm really exceptionally um, honored to do it today because there was a moment when we had to, we were thinking about should we continue to do it, to record today, right? The traffic in LA and just even me personally, like am I emotionally in a space to record this podcast? But I think if we try to control um, all of our emotions and only show up when we feel good or only show up when we feel at our quote-unquote uh, quote unquote best, then we're um, doing um, the people that are a part of our ministry a disservice because we're not showing the world, that we're not showing people that even when we're sad, it's okay for us to show up like that. Even when we're feeling a little bit discouraged or overwhelmed, it's okay for us to show up like that, And uh, which is why I decided to show up today. Um, a couple of days ago, um, when I was just really reflecting over um, the loss of Nipsey Hussle, it really uh, encouraged me to not just kind of hashtag things and post about it and just make it kind of a, a social media trend, but to really reflect and ask myself, what do I want my life to count for? You know, uh, what impact do I want to make? And I had both a declaration and, and a prayer. And uh, my declaration uh was that I would die empty. I told myself I wanted to die empty, you know, and as a Christian, we always, or a lot of times we sing that song, like, you know, fill me up, you know, to our overflow. I want to run over and everybody wants to be filled. But uh, how many people want to be empty, right? And I, I said, I want to die empty. I want to die knowing I gave it everything, that everything I put on the inside of me I poured it out, every thought, every dream, every passion, every conviction, every crazy idea. Um, A lot of times people are like, you know, pick one lane and stick to it. But if God didn't make you like that, you don't have to live like that, you know. And so I made that commitment that I want to die empty. And the prayer that I prayed to God was, God, help me love my community more. Help me love my community better. Um, like, I was born and raised in the Kershaw area. You know, Kershaw Slauson, that was my bus stop. You know, that was my mm-hmm. community. It's my home. And so to to see um, our world affected, our world, I say our world, I mean, like, my community, our environment affected in such a great way um, and also a, a, a tragic way it just reminded me that all of us have the ability to give our best. And when we show up as our best selves, like it's amazing. So I am honored to be doing this show with you today, Michelle. 
um, because I think you're an amazing woman. I think you're a dope woman. And um, no, I respect you so much. And it's crazy because we have not known each other that long, yeah. that long at all. Um, and so we're just gonna—I'm gonna jump in. You can clear it though; it's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna jump into uh, today's show because I decided to die empty. I decided to give it my all, and so we don't—I mean, you get to take days of rest, right? But I don't think. It, I, I should just check out because it's hard, right? Or because it's sad or because um, we're hurting, but I think we get to bring our pain with us and right. we get to show up with our pain and we get to allow um, even our pain to minister, right? Yes. Um, and so, which I think it's, uh, when we jump into today's topic or even like your story, I think it's mm-hmm. very uh, relevant, you right. know, um, to even what's going on in the world, in our community, in in our lives. But to give you guys some background on how I met Michelle, I only met Michelle a couple of months ago. Sharpen Her Iron actually started off as a a ministry before it was a podcast and is a ministry. Um, I talked about in in, in the first episode of my show how I started off with just some girls in in my living room and I brought some of my mentors along and I was like, listen, we need to bridge this generational gap. My friends need some advice from some older women. Y'all need some of our energy. We need to just, you know, to vibe together. And so it started off as something in my living room and it started to just kind of evolve and develop. And um, at the top of this year, I actually got a, a, a Facebook message from you, right? right? I didn't even know who, we didn't even know each other. I don't know how you ran across uh, Sharpen Her Iron, but the event was already, <laughs> it was planned out. It was already, I had, you know, women lined up. Um, this At this point in time, it was an event. It was in my living room. It was in, in a larger space. And I'd already decided the whole format of the event before I ever met you. And uh, you reached out to me on Facebook, and I was like, "What?" I, I said to you, "I was like, you know, I, what, to to be a speaker and to be a part of the event." And I was like, "Well, I mean, we could chat. I already have the lineup already decided. Right? I was like, I already know what's gonna go on, but we could chat. You know, maybe in the future." Man, one phone call with Michelle. I was like, I changed the whole format. I was like, "Oh no, absolutely! This woman has to be a part of sharpening her iron." And that is, I wanna, I wanna pinpoint that it's great to have plans right it's great to have plans but you gotta leave room for god to shake things up you know yes. write your plans have vision have a sense yes. of direction but if god says i'm gonna take it another way you gotta let him take it another way and michelle was my take it another way <laughs> was my take it another way just from one conversation you just share your testimony um it shifted and i just knew that not only did you have to be a part of Sharpen Her Iron, you had to be in my life, you mm. know? And uh, mm. I, I talked about how um, some people have this saying, like, you know, hashtag no new friends. Mm-hmm. And I understand the concept of, like, you don't want people just to come along when you're doing well and to ride the bandwagon, but you definitely got to leave room mm-hmm. for new people to enter your life because um, those are some of the most dynamic and uh, tr- transformative relationships. And if you close yourself off to meeting new people, you you miss a lot of your blessings, yes. you know, not just monetarily or physically, but the blessing of having someone that's in your life that's good for your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I met Michelle. And so today I just I want Michelle to introduce herself. Tell tell the people who you are, Michelle. Um and yeah, we'll just get into just casual conversation. But yeah. Love it. Love it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This is awesome. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. 
I just signed my book for you and I talk about transformation and how you love it. And I love that you love and appreciate a good transformation. Mm -hmm. So I am Michelle Collins. I'm a wife of 20 years in December. Congratulations. Thank you for that. And a mother of three beautiful children. I'm an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I'm a minister. I'm a coach. And... um, I love God, mm-hmm. and I have a nonprofit for girls, seven mm-hmm. through eighteen years old, and uh, I preach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I speak, that with a more and I'm an author as <laughs> I well. It. Yes. I love it. Y'all see why I like her already? <laughs> it's the kind of people you need in your life. Yeah. So I mean, let's jump in. I, I just want to get straight yeah. to it. You yeah. know. Um, how old were you when you had a heart attack? Forty. I was forty years old. I had just turned um, that year forty, so mm-hmm. January I turned forty, mm-hmm. and then October fifteenth I had the heart attack. So that was part of our first conversation, right? Yes. Like life before the heart attack. Yes. What led to the what you eventually realized led to that heart attack, and what got birth in you as a mm. result of that experience. So and let's it's still take burning. and, and it's, you said still burning, still burning, it's still burning. So <laughs> let's let's take the ladies who are listening in on that journey because I have never met a 40 year old woman in my life who had a heart attack. And not only that, but we even talked, I mean, I know they can't see you, but I can Mm -hmm. Um, right now. You don't fit Mm -hmm. the image, right? Like of what that looks like. So talk about that season of your life, what you believe led you there. And then let's talk about what has been birthed in you as a result of it. So, I'm a PK. That's one thing I left out, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the things about being a PK is that What's you... What's a PK? Preacher's kid. Got you. <laughs> For the listeners that don't For know. the listeners, since 11 years old. And um, one of the things about a PK is when you work alongside... Um, you know, well, first you're told before you actually work alongside um, your parents in ministry. You do a lot of things mm-hmm. and you do learn lesson number one. We show up. Mm-hmm. So at the top of the episode with you talking about showing up even through your pain, that's one of the things that you see mm-hmm. being done through your parents and other ministers. Mm-hmm. And you kind of pick up on that. Mm-hmm. So I think that was kind of ingrained in me subconsciously to be that person. Um, in all of my responsibilities that I have um, throughout my life. So mother, you know, wife, entrepreneur, nine to five, um, all of that. And I was doing it at a place in that particular season prior to my heart attack um, with a lot of pain, Mm -hmm. but I kept showing up. Mm -hmm. And I took the pain to other people who I thought could help Mm. because they were close. And I thought maybe they could give me some kind of revelation Mm -hmm. to like make this thing be different inside Mm -hmm. of me, you know, my feelings toward it. Um, I did take it to God, but I never stayed long enough in his presence to get clarity and and direction Mm. because I was fulfilling roles, right? Mm -hmm. And responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, you got to show up, right? You're a wife, you're a mom. Exactly. Um, and so that was a mistake Mm -hmm. and so much so that, um, my body tapped me on the shoulder October 15th and Mm. said, no, we can't do this. Mm. Um, because of all that's going on inside of you, you have now allowed your body to feel it in such a way that we are literally breaking down, Mm. not shutting down, but it broke down. Mm -hmm. And I learned that 
because of all of the things that I was going through mentally and emotionally, mm-hmm. it really transferred um, physically yeah. as well. Yeah. And I didn't really, up until that time, you know, you hear it, mm-hmm. but once you experience it, that's when it becomes real. And so that day, it became real to me that it didn't matter um, what my responsibilities look like mm-hmm. and how much I was showing up and being faithful in them mm-hmm. if I wasn't healing mm-hmm. in the process, if I wasn't present. Right. Um, and if, you know, it was just more than just, I'm here, check it off. I'm right. here, I did this, I did that. You know, and um, also how important it is to really take time for yourself, mm-hmm. like self-care on a whole mm-hmm. different level. Mm-hmm. So for the first time in my life at 40, I learned all of those lessons. Yeah. And it was it was good. It was time yeah. for me to hear that. But I want to tell you that I read that when women are going to have a heart attack, usually they have it at age 40. Hmm. I didn't know that before. Me so either. 40 or in your 40s, hmm. African-American women. That is crazy. But you know what is um, interesting to me about even this conversation in wh- one of the passages that in the Bible that set me free um, recently is the concept that if you ask a lot of Christians, um, what is the greatest commandment? Mm -hmm. And, um, they will say to love God and to love your neighbor, right? Mm -hmm. Like Jesus said that the greatest commandment is to love God, love your neighbor, but that's not what it says. Mm -hmm. It says to love God and to love your neighbor as As yourself. yourself. Yeah. And a lot of people skip that as yourself part, right? Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter of that scripture is saying is the way that you love yourself should be the uh, the reflection or the model for how you love others. But the truth of the matter is a lot of us think that it's our Christian duty to skip over ourselves and to show up for everybody else when it actually be, should be the reverse. Like, man, I love myself so well that I, have, I treat myself so well that I should use that as the litmus. I should use that as the, 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 as the, the model for how I love other people. Mm. And so I think it's also kind of a relearning, right? Yes. Especially as the truth of the matter is at the end of the day, the gospel is a contextualized for us, right? Mm-hmm. And so the gospel is the gospel, but the gospel is most relevant or effective when you apply it to your life circumstances. Yes. And as black Christians and as black women, mm-hmm. we have learned this idea that we have to just do all things for all people because part of that is, has been the circumstances of our life. It hasn't mm-hmm. even been something you had really an option in mm-hmm. or you felt like you had an option in, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times we take it and we apply it and we think that like this is God's expectation of me right Mm -hmm. when the truth of the matter is the bible actually says love yourself well because if you love yourself well Mm -hmm. then you can actually be better for other people correct you know so thinking about that and thinking about your story like so after you had the heart attack what shifted what did you learn about yourself and what shifted that i'm worth it Mm. me myself um as practicing that self-love that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. um, that I'm worth it. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, I don't want to be cliche oriented here in this conversation, Mm -hmm. but that if I don't practice self-love, then Mm -hmm. I am no good in any of those responsibilities Mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Wife, mother, which are the, you know, the most important ones to me. And then the other things Mm -hmm. I was, you know, in ministry and serving, but so much hurt was coming through. How was I really ministering Mm -hmm. when I needed to be ministered to, Mm -hmm. but would never take that opportunity Mm -hmm. to sit down because I'm so used to showing up. Mm -hmm. So that was the first relearning that I had to do. Mm -hmm. My 
doctor actually told me you need to create a new normal. Mm-hmm. And so that I, new normal. I had to create a new normal. Yeah. The first thing that I did mm-hmm. was I was doing praise and worship since 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And that was my, my straight connection, mm-hmm. easy connection mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. First thing I did was I can no longer do this. Mm. I need a season. I have mm. to sit. First of all, I got to heal. Yeah. Get better. Yeah. Um, I have to unlearn, you know, a lot. Like, yeah. why? Who told you mm-hmm. that you need to show up while hurting, mm-hmm. bleeding? Like, who told you to do that? Right. You are not the only one. Right. Um, God can use anyone he desires. And if you need to sit out for a mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. and get help mm-hmm. and get whole and get well, you could do that. Yeah. So that's what I did. But the beautiful thing. We act like it's going to all fall apart if we don't. Exactly. Or we have committed some great sin because we said, you know what? I need a time out. I need a break. Yeah. Before I break down. Yeah. You know? And so I had to, it it was not easy Mm -hmm. because again, what are people going to think? What Mm -hmm. are people going to say? They're really going to think something's wrong now. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh no, something is so right. Like I know how to say no Mm -hmm. for me now. Mm -hmm. I have a voice now. My body breaking down taught me to have a voice Mm -hmm. for myself. Mm -hmm. And so um, I had to unlearn all of that. And the opinions of people really mean a little little to me now. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas before the noise of opinion I would I would say was uh, resonating all of my life, but mm-hmm. for the first time, it didn't matter. Like mm-hmm. I almost died. Like mm-hmm. I almost wasn't here. Mm-hmm. And you still you would have still went on with your program. Mm-hmm. In fact, you did. Mm-hmm. So that showed me that oh yeah, self love needs to be preeminent, mm-hmm. um, and my self care needs to be a priority, mm-hmm. and I need to get reconnected with God in a whole different way, mm-hmm. separate from what I do. I need mm-hmm. to get with him connected with him just for who he is right. again right so right. those were some things that kind i like had that returning to, to your first love right returning to my first love like god if i never stand on another stage mm-hmm. if i never speak in another microphone or uh sing in another microphone me and you we still good are you enough yeah is this enough just my and it is. With you. and it is and it is And it so is. And so those are some of the things I had to unlearn. But the beautiful thing, this is what God did for me. Because, you know, he's going to throw in that personal stuff as well. Mm -hmm. I had my girls with me um, while I was doing praise and worship. I would say the last three, five years. Mm -hmm. So when I sat down, Mm -hmm. they were the only ones still up. Mm -hmm. And I was ministered to because I got to see my babies minister Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. And they didn't even know what was going Mm -hmm. on. It was like God was saying to me, See, yeah. you're going to be all right. Look, yeah. look at what look at what me and you did yeah. together. Yeah. You thought you were just, oh, I need help. Yeah. But now they have become your help. Yeah. They're ministering to you because you poured out so much mm-hmm. to the point, not just in the role as mother and wife and, and other responsibilities, but you poured out so much. Now it's time for somebody to close to you, you to pour into you. Mm-hmm. So that's what God did for me. Mm-hmm. It was um, It was a great time of learning, getting Mm -hmm. real quiet, Mm -hmm. just like quieting the noise. Mm -hmm. Um, During that time frame in 90 days, I wrote my book, Spirit Check. Mm -hmm. I don't think that would have ever happened. Mm -hmm. That would have ever been able to be birthed if Mm -hmm. I had just kept going on the Mm -hmm. hamster wheel like I trained myself to do since my youth, you know? Wait, but one second. I want to talk about the book before we go. Let's go back a little bit. Yeah. What I love about um, even the situation with your daughters is – 
a lot of the reason why we function in that keep going, just, you know, mentality or mode is because it's what's been modeled for us. True. And so you probably weren't even aware because it was really about you just look like saving your own life, but that you got to model for your daughters another way. Right. Mm. Them seeing you sit down. We don't know years from now or even if they'll listen to the conversation or where they hear you minister now and talk about the journey, how it's introducing an option for them to do that. Yeah. And a lot of times we didn't take that option purely because we didn't know we had it. Right. Because it wasn't modeled for us. Right. Which is why, like, I'm really big on. Even this, this, this format, you know, of sharpening her iron and introducing women's stories, because um, one of my favorite scriptures is in Hebrews where it talks about we have such a great cloud of witnesses, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't believe those witnesses are just um, our biblical witnesses, right? It's the witnesses that are living right now, the people right. in our lives, the stories that we get to draw from. And so someone gets to listen to this podcast or your daughters get to look at your life and hear you talk and be like, whoa, like I have the option to pull back. I have Mm -hmm. the option to say no. I have the option to choose me. And if there's nothing wrong with that, actually that's the better choice, right? That's the better decision. Because if I'm not good for me, Mm -hmm. I'm not good for no one. I have the option to reboot. I have that. Come on. You better plug yourself. (laughs) Tell us about reboot, Michelle. I have the option to reboot because what's reboot? Tell us about that. So the reboot experience was an event that um, I hosted the Holy Ghost and I on <laughs> January for the, That's a given. Right. <laughs> January 2019. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about my entire journey and that's what I needed. I needed mm-hmm. to reboot because mm-hmm. I was functioning in malfunction mm. and nobody knows that except you mm-hmm. because you look on the outside mm-hmm. you even you know preface with that as mm-hmm. well um you don't look like you're hurting you don't look like yeah. you're in pain you don't look like there's anything wrong mm-hmm. some people yes but mm-hmm. others not so much mm-hmm. and i think i was part of that percentage of not so much yeah, you, you look like it. some people just got... bleeding all over the place it's on their facebook posts and their and then those of us we can really <laughs> keep going right and right. if Unless the closest people to us, exactly. if we give them access to exactly. that, you know, or just honesty with self. Yeah. They'll never know. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, I had to say, I don't want this kind of dysfunction in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. And I knew if I was in that space, certainly a lot of us mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. in the different categories. And I talk about them mentally, spiritually, mm-hmm. physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, financially. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things that we deal with. And mm-hmm. some of those car- categories might overlap mm-hmm. for you, for me, for anyone that's listening. Mm-hmm. Mine was definitely emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've mm-hmm. all gone through what we've gone through in, in different at different seasons. But during that time, my mind was so messed up. Mm-hmm. I just had no clarity. It was so noisy, mm-hmm. but yet I kept showing up. I'm here. I'm here, mm-hmm. and did not take the time to say, "Listen, Michelle, let's let's get you, let's get reconnected. Let's mm-hmm. reboot. Get back in divine alignment first of all, mm-hmm. um, and harmony. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I say is that." I don't believe in balance because mm-hmm. it means that everything is equal, equal. and even. Yeah, it's all about harmony for yep. me. So if it fits everything else that's going on in my life, mm-hmm. I can say yes to that. Yeah. You know, I'm, my boundaries are clear because mm-hmm. I know what 
um, disharmony feels like mm-hmm. and sounds like. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was really important for me to do that. And I never thought about my girls seeing me be able to do mm-hmm. that. And I, it'll be interesting to hear their take on mm-hmm. it years to come. But, yeah, you definitely have an option to reboot. So reboot was an event that you put on. Right. But the essence of, like, it doesn't always have to be like, did you at any point in time, you can yeah, stop absolutely. and say, I need to recharge. I need to reboot. I need to do something differently. Exactly. Especially when you result. detect malfunction. Gotcha. I mean, I want you to try yeah. using your computer yeah. with yeah. malfunction. Yeah. Eventually, mm-hmm. there's going to be a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to toss that thing or mm-hmm. it's just going to shut down <laughs> on you one day. And yeah. you're going to be in the middle of an assignment yeah, like I was. Spiritual assignment, <laughs> right. ministry, it's life assignment. It's going to crash. Yeah. And then what? Yeah. Don't ignore the signs. Yeah. You know, it's it's going on slow. Yeah. You know that thing needs mm-hmm. to be rebooted. Come on. You yeah. don't need to keep going with that malfunction yeah. before it's too yeah. late. And so it's like for you at the point in time when you got the uh, the heart attack, it happened to you. You didn't you didn't yeah. you didn't step back on your own. You didn't choose right. to, to reboot. Your body said, Oh, oh I'm done. Right. We we got we got to do something differently, you know. Yeah. And the goal of this conversation is for someone to stop themselves before themselves stops them, right? Yes. You, for you to be able to kind of identify that there's some there's some things that are off, mm-hmm. which I think kind of transitions into your book. Mm-hmm. So in 90 days after your heart attack, in that season, mm-hmm. you wrote your book Spirit Check, right? Yes. And let's talk about that because what are some of the the, the elements, the signs that a person needs a reboot? Talk about some of the concepts in your book. So in Spirit Check, I talk about toxic emotions, Mm -hmm. which is what I was carrying around and did not realize it. Again, didn't seem like the epitome of, but um, one of the things that lets you know that there's something in you that is toxic Mm -hmm. is really um, you allowing others Mm -hmm. to devalue you, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So your self-worth is off. And also, um, in the book, I talk about jealousy, intimidation, fear, pride, and anger, Mm -hmm. and how it may not be necessarily you, Mm -hmm. but other people dealing with those emotions, and you have to deal with those people. And so, how do you navigate? Um, How do you navigate those relationships? How do you navigate uh, people that are in your family, Mm -hmm. friends, frenemies, you know, Mm -hmm. all those kind of people with those things that they're carrying, and you have to deal and navigate life with them or it's in you and so spirit check is making Mm. sure that your spirit which is where your emotions live Mm -hmm. is aligned with god Mm -hmm. and that you are readily available to say that came out of me that was not right Mm -hmm. and let me let me back up Mm -hmm. and you know the theme scripture is creating me a clean heart Mm -hmm. oh god and renew again like Mm -hmm. you can you can always renew Mm -hmm. you can always start again you can always reboot Mm -hmm. like there's as long as you're breathing you still have a chance to make Mm -hmm. it right in your spirit Mm -hmm. um i think that we put less emphasis on the spirit and we put it on other things mm-hmm. um, where God really, that's where he connects with us. That's yeah. where he calls us. Yeah. That is where um, yeah. he gives us direction. Mm-hmm. It's in our spirit. It's mm-hmm. that instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what leads our life yeah. is our spirit. And if yeah. your spirit is contaminated yeah. and if it's messed up and if it, if it has toxicity, then mm-hmm. how can you really live out your purpose? That's you real. can't. That's real. And so that's why I believe that one of the things that I, I share on my platform is God has really called me 
for us to go back inside. It's mm-hmm. like, come inside the mm-hmm. house. Come back inside. Mm-hmm. You've been out too long yeah. doing your own out thing. There, do- yeah. The streets light, the street yeah. lights been off. Right. <laughs> you still out there. Man, right. it's time to come inside. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to have communion with you. I want to mm-hmm. have fellowship with you. There's some things that I need to say to you. Mm-hmm. And I know there's some things that you need to say to me. Things you don't understand. Things that don't make sense to you. How your life um, has turned out. Because that was one of the things that was going on in that season. Mm-hmm. I was like, how in the world did I get here? Mm-hmm. Here meaning a place I have no control of changing. Oof. How? Or perceived no control. Perceived right? no control, right? yes. And not understanding the purpose in that season. Mm-hmm. Now, when you are in alignment with God, you're able to honor every season. Mm-hmm. Whatever state mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm going to be content. And mm-hmm. you can only say that like Paul because you're in alignment with God and you know that God is sovereign. And no mm-hmm. matter what happens, first of all, it didn't take him by surprise. Secondly, he knew you could handle it. Mm-hmm. And third, there is a purpose. Mm-hmm. Like he's not just up there throwing stuff down Mm, mm, mm. so tell me michelle what are some for the person that's listening in what are some practical ways to take care of self so i believe that everyone has a formula Mm -hmm. you have to find out your own formula Mm -hmm. and what works for you Mm -hmm. i can throw some things out and it's kind of like going through the Mm drive-through and whatever you want on your combination Mm -hmm. whatever you want your formula to be Mm -hmm. try it all see what works for you but trial and error trial and error Mm -hmm. but for sure some of the foundational things is prayer you got to have that connection with god you Mm -hmm. got to speak to him Mm -hmm. and then you also have to be at a, a place and in a space where you can hear from him, mm-hmm. um, meaning that you won't make a move unless he gives you a word, mm-hmm. a sign or direction, you mm-hmm. know, um, could be a still small voice mm-hmm. or it could be someone um, sending you a message. Mm-hmm. Just know that he's always talking and he's mm-hmm. always speaking. And when he is not doing that, you need to be still mm-hmm. and wait for more direction. Uh, meditation, I think, mm-hmm. is very important. Our thoughts change our life. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts change our action and our behavior. Mm-hmm. And if we don't take time to really understand what is it that we're thinking about, because mm-hmm. our thinking is leading our living. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we realize that. So we need That's to be- a bar. Our thinking is leading our living. I'm yes. going to quote you one time. <laughs> and I'm still in that. Our thinking is leading are living that's so powerful it's true okay keep going yes so meditate on where you want your life to go Uh and if you find yourself in a space where life is not what you think it should be i dare you to start thinking about what god said it should be Mm -hmm. and it will be Mm -hmm. um and so that's the word of god affirmations i Mm -hmm. definitely believe in affirmations one of my favorite is fight with faith or die from fear come on so i always uh think about that And that helps me to show up as well uh, for the seasons and or for the things that I should be saying yes to Mm -hmm. and I'd rather say no to. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that exercise is very important. Getting out and being in nature, seeing the beauty of God, the wonder of God, the work of God's hand Mm -hmm. is very important. Mm -hmm. Journaling, Mm -hmm. writing down your thoughts, getting it out of you so that you don't, you know, cuss two times Mm -hmm. and tell somebody off, but you put it down on paper. Mm -hmm. And it also allows you, journaling also allows you to go back and see like track the journey track the journey and see how far you've come and there's no way you won't be grateful about that you know and so you got to journal you got to find uh mentors in your Mm -hmm. life people 
two kind of friends you need to have those that you're pulling up and and also someone that's able to pull you up so you're always growing you're always pouring and you're always giving but you're always in a state of Mm -hmm. receiving as well Mm -hmm. on your journey so those are some of the things that you definitely should be uh doing as far as foundational self-care things Mm -hmm. and um you know, taking time to assess your friends as mm, well, mm. who you have in your life, who you have around you. Um, you shouldn't be the smartest one in the room. You should not be the smartest mm. one in, um, you know, your company of friends. Mm-hmm. Always growing, reading, um, reading subject matter that mm-hmm. maybe wouldn't interest you, but you never know, you never know. Uh, what you can get out of it. So things like that. It's crazy that you mentioned uh, the quality of friends, Michelle, and even thinking about, once again, this day that we're in, this this moment in time, I, I saw a quote of Nipsey Hussle's on um, Instagram, and it says, if you look at the people in your circle and don't get inspired, then you don't have a circle, you have a cage. Absolutely. And I think that goes back to what you're saying. A great part of self-care is who is influencing you, right? right. Like who you have in your life and um, how they're impacting your life and how right. they're playing a role in a shape in the person that you are. And so I think that's even something that some of our listeners should really tune into. I realize that a lot, I'm a pastor as well. And a lot of the um, downfall, I would say of some, even the, uh, the kids in my ministry, or even just the people um, that, the kids that I get to influence is they don't have quality friends. That's what it's you know what I'm saying? Like they don't yeah. have people that are really, yeah. they are, the dopest in a circle. And that's not like a problem per se, but it's a pro- it is a problem. Mm-hmm. It's a problem not that you look at it because some people like to be that person. Though. Right. They like to be that person because it makes them feel good the about themselves. One. I'm the only one. I'm the one everybody else admires. But if that's the case, then there's no one from you to grow from, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think I agree with you. A part of self-care is being very uh, conscious of having a diversity of people mm-hmm. in your life. So you're pouring into others, but others are also able to pour into you. Absolutely. But keep going what are some other elements of self-care so another element i would say which is an important element is therapy Mm -hmm. i think therapy um, is very important i see that it's it's um, becoming normalized Mm -hmm. in our community Mm -hmm. hopefully that stigma is going away Mm -hmm. one of the things i learned about therapy is you can go in and you think that your therapy is about this one thing that you're going through and all of a sudden you've tapped into the five-year-old Michelle and you, oh, that was just me. But my point is that you think it's just about one thing and you end up like, that happened because this happened right. because that happened and that's why I'm here today. Yeah. You know, but you'll never get to the root of that stuff. You'll never get to the core of your issues if you don't go through the process mm-hmm. um, in the form of therapy. Mm-hmm. So I would absolutely uh, suggest that therapy mm-hmm. before it becomes a problem mm-hmm. that you should just make that your lifestyle yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. And even if it is a problem, it's okay now. Go now. Sure. No matter now. where you, no matter where you are, <laughs> you know, if you're at the stage and you're like, oh, I think this will be a healthy practice for me. Or if you're at the stage like, I'm break it down. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Either way, it's it's good. It's you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the doctor. Sometimes you go for a physical, for a checkup, right? It's about your like your health yeah. maintenance, making yeah. sure you're good. And sometimes you go because something's wrong and you need to get that checked out. And I look at therapy the same way. Yeah. You know, you can go in just because it's a part of your checkup, right? Mm-hmm. Your check-in, or you can be going because you're in the middle of a crisis or something traumatic happened to you and you need to work through some stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's either or. You no, know? you're right. So preventative te- therapy. Yes, preventative I think- therapy. 
therapy. You know, Absolutely. as a mom, it's so funny. My kids used to laugh at me when I was younger. When they were younger, I was younger too. But <laughs> <laughs> um, they they would come in, and if I sensed that they were about to get sick, I'd be like, oh, mm -hmm. you you getting this medicine?" And they yeah. were like, "Why? I'm fine." No, yeah. I feel like you're about to get sick, right. and I would I call see the it beginning stages. Yes, I would call it preventative me medicine, not waiting until right. you full blown. Right. You know, and so that's one way you can absolutely look at therapy and look at all of these things as right. as it relates to self care. Right. You know, don't wait right. till your nails Sunday's are wrong. hanging off and yeah. you know you got two left exactly. before you make an appointment. Yeah. Same concept. It's about the routine of your life. Lifestyle. It's about a lifestyle, and yes. I'm really, really big on this concept of yeah. it being a lifestyle. We don't need to be event oriented mm. in life. Mm -hmm. We just we just can't wait for events. Mm -hmm. We have to have the discipline mm -hmm. within to know that we are worth the care our soul needs, mm -hmm. our mind needs, mm -hmm. and our body needs. Mm -hmm. Like all of this event, you know, um, I get it. Mm -hmm. it it's, some of us are goal oriented, and mm -hmm. it, and it keeps that visual in front of us and something to work towards. Right. But I think what God is calling us to to be as disciples is I need this day in and day out, this yeah. kind of a discipline, and yeah. grow to that level yeah. where it becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. It's crazy. It, it takes discipline to take care of yourself. Yeah. Creating a sort of routine, you yes. know, to, to make sure yeah. that you're taking care of you because this world, the demands of this life, whether it's family, it's work, it's whatever, yeah. it, it, it becomes all-consuming if you allow it to. Absolutely. If we allow it to. Like if Liana <laughs> allows it to, you know, like, because I'm not preaching to y'all, I'm talking to me too. Right, you know, right. so yeah. Damn, Michelle, you are dope. Okay, so like, to, if there were um some... Final thoughts. There's a young girl listening in, young woman listening in to the show right now, and there's just some highlights from your life over the past couple of years that you have realized that like, these are some really good nuggets, and if I could deposit it into a young woman that could take her in one direction versus the other, what would it be? I would say to believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. And the only way that you're going to believe in yourself is to know who you are. The only way you're going to know who you are is to know God and what he has to say about you. So it really doesn't matter your environment. It doesn't matter your circumstance. It doesn't matter matter your genealogy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter um, what life looks like right now. Mm -hmm. um, all that matters is the ultimate plan that God had, the blueprint that he had for your life. Mm -hmm. And I think the sooner you realize that you're dope mm -hmm. is on. the earlier you'll make an impact. Yeah. He's not calling any of us to save the world. Yeah. He already did that. Yeah. But he is calling us to impact to the world yeah. and to influence, yeah. use our influence yeah. um, with his spirit guiding us. Mm -hmm. And I think that some of us touch the surface, mm -hmm. but we don't, we, we need to come to a place where we just own who we are, mm -hmm. all of what mm -hmm. he's given us. Mm -hmm. But but you don't you don't know that at eleven. Yeah. You know, you may not even know it at 22, yeah. 33. Dane, I think I just learned that last year. You know, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I'm learning that um I have to believe in me um at the at the maximum level that God does. Mm -hmm. But I can only do that as I continue to yeah. establish my yeah. relationship with him. Yeah. With him. Yeah. Not with what society says, social media or people or family, yeah. but with him. So the sooner you do that is, is the earlier your impact and your yeah. influence will be. Yeah. And then once you realize how dope you are, yeah, come then on. you're just going to keep going. You know, there's yeah. you'll be unstoppable. Yeah. You'll be unstoppable. And yeah. um 
you know, as we think about today as well with um, what has happened in Los Angeles mm -hmm. and the community, the um, world, the mm -hmm. world has been <laughs> impacted yeah. really. Yeah. by somebody that believed in themselves in uh -huh. the form of Nipsey Hussle. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Wasn't a minister, uh -huh. wasn't from the church, uh -huh. but was Christ-like, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. And um, had Very disciples so. uh -huh. and was the dope person uh -huh. in his circle. Uh -huh. But also, as he was pulling up, he was also he also had people around him that yeah. pulled him up uh -huh. as well. Yeah. So being able to give, but also being at a place where you can receive mm -hmm. so that you can pour. Um, I just think that um, with everything that has happened in our city today, mm -hmm. that we need to really not make any more excuse mm -hmm. about how urgency. we start. Yeah, there's a there's a it's a time of urgency. Mm -hmm. Not make any more excuse about what we don't have, yeah. where we come Woo. from what we're lacking, yeah. what we don't know, and yeah. what seems impossible. Mm -hmm. And start today where we are. Yeah. Um, really trying to find out what is our purpose. Mm -hmm. Because your purpose is going to literally cause you to make decisions yeah. that's going to benefit you yeah. on a whole. Yeah. Some of us are out here yeah. and we just kind of like living yeah. life as it comes, yeah. you know, letting the chips fall where they may. Yeah. And I think it's time out for that. Yeah. Like, why are you here? Why, why am yeah. I here? Like, on, what is on. my assignment? Cause that's what I'm trying to fulfill. You're about to make me take laps in this office. See, there's a difference between homework and assignment. Huh. We got to stop doing homework. Busy homework is good. Yeah. There's a place for that. But God, what is my assignment? That's mm -hmm. what I'm here to fulfill. Mm -hmm. And so if this day, this time, this week has shown us anything, it's shown us that we really need to find out what our purpose is. Mm -hmm. Tap into that now and mm -hmm. go forward because mm -hmm. there's lives at stake. Mm -hmm. People are waiting on us mm -hmm. and we got a legacy that we have to leave behind. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I'm so charged. I mm -hmm. am so um, just in awe of everything that, mm -hmm. that uh, took place today. And if mm -hmm. I can just share this out of the many awesome words that were shared mm -hmm. at Nipsey Hussle's funeral today. I shared this even on Facebook. Awesome. One of the things his mother said mm -hmm. was, always find a way to ascend. ascend. Yeah. There's no excuse. Yeah. Find a way to yeah. rise above it. Yeah. Still I rise. Yeah. You know, my ascension may look different from yours, mm -hmm. but I don't get to compare. Mm -hmm. But I mm -hmm. do have to do the work. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at today. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the rest of mm -hmm. LA and the world. I love it. But that's where I'm at. I love Find it. a way to ascend. I love it. And I love that you say that because, Michelle, it made me think of what his name means. His name means God will rise. I saw that. And it wasn't even about him. Just like it's not about you and it's yeah. not about me, which goes back to your point on knowing who mm. you are, right? Because a lot of people say, know who you are. Know who you are, know who you are, but if they don't directly connect who you are to who created you, you're never gonna know who you are. Correct. And that's why when people say know who you are, my question's always says who? Says who? And if you can't say who you are based on who God says you are, because God is who defines who you are because he's who made you, then you're always going to be lost. And you're always going to be seeking answers from everywhere else instead of going to the source. Yes. And so we think about everything he's done and all the impact that he's made and the impact that you and I and everybody listening to this show gets to make. At the end of the day, the question is, how will God rise in the midst of it? Yes. How will we use our influence? our impact, our call, whatever that is, 
to allow God to rise, right? Because we're all going to die at some yeah. point, right? But if the way we live doesn't speak to who God is, we've missed something. Yeah, We've missed something, which goes all the way back to the beginning. But you got to take care of yourself. Absolutely. You got to take care of yeah. yourself. You can't be so committed to a mission that excludes taking care of you. Correct. That's part of the mission. That's part of the mission. <laughs> So, yeah, man, I could talk to you forever, but tell us what's coming up. I, I know that you have launched the e-course. Talk yes, about that I'm a little so bit. Excited. Today. Uh-huh. And I today. Like, today. I was like, you know what? Should I do it today? Because of all it's that's going on. It's the perfect day. And I'm saying, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this because it's 4-11. Mm-hmm. What's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. really what it meant for me today. What's up with you today? Yeah. It's April 11th. Yeah. And so I launched an e-course mastering your emotional journey Mm -hmm. and you can sign up at courses.michelleharriscollins.com but i realized that we've been on a journey Mm -hmm. life is a marathon we've all been on a marathon and it continues continues. come on and so during that marathon a lot of things have happened that have affected us emotionally yeah some of us have broken down on the side of the road some of us have kept going like nothing happened Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it's it's affected even the rest of the journey Mm -hmm. by our choices our attitude and our behavior Mm -hmm. so what mastering your emotional journey says in e-course form Mm -hmm. is take a minute to see where you've been so you can assess where you're going uh-huh. and do it whole. Come on. Do it um, in such a way that you no longer function in malfunction because mm. you understand that your emotions are your friend. They are information. Uh-huh. They give you direction for the rest of the marathon, uh-huh. for the rest of your life, for uh-huh. the rest of your journey. So I encourage anybody who has to um, you know, deal with anybody is what mm. I say. If you, if you got to deal with folk, this e-courses for you yeah because sometimes it's not your emotions again it's other people's emotions that you have to deal master with. theirs you got to yeah. master theirs you yeah. know so none of it controls you and yeah. that might be like a parent that yeah. might be a significant person a yeah. significant other yeah. it might be a child yeah. you know i have three children they all have different personalities yeah. i gotta figure out why and what works for who yeah. and bringing out the best separately specifically yeah. like it's yeah. it's work yeah. you know and yeah. so that's what god does with us yeah. though yeah. he's like you yeah. are so unique yeah i want to bring out the best yeah. out of you and it's going to be specific to you mm-hmm. so why would we not do that for yeah. ourselves and others i love it um so it's for high level thinkers yeah high level achievers high level doers uh-huh. um and anybody that realizes you know what some stuff has really bothered me uh-huh. on this journey uh-huh. And I'm ready to be whole. I'm ready to function um, at maximum capacity Mm -hmm. um, the way God intended. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I encourage everyone, sign up. So tell the people how they can follow you, connect with you on social media, your website. After this podcast, how can they run into coach, speaker, <laughs> worship leader, author? Well, I'm the worship leader. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's cool. Listen, <laughs> but how can they connect with you? So go to michelleharriscollins.com uh-huh. for the website. I'm also Michelle Harris Collins on Facebook uh-huh. as well as Instagram. That's what's up. Well, thank you, Michelle, thank for you, stopping by. Like, we done. We done. Hey, <laughs> it might be a part two in the future, but thank you for making your way through Sharpen Her Iron and blessing the listeners with your story and thank your you. transparency. I am grateful. Thank you. 
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on Sharpening Her Iron. Go ahead and like this, share it with a friend, and subscribe to our podcast for more conversations with dope women. If you want to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at the Queen Liana. You can email us at sharpenheriron at gmail.com. Engage with us. Let us know what you think about the show. And for all upcoming events Sharpen Her Iron related, go ahead and visit our website, sharpenheriron.com. 